This is the Commercial Property Cashflow Blueprint Podcast. Big cashflow property secrets from retired Byron Bay surfing fanatic and commercial property expert, James Dawson. Hi, it's James Dawson, commercialrealestateinvesting.com.au. And in today's podcast, we're going to have a quick look at commercial property finance. I'm going to run through the basics of commercial property finance, some different types of loans, also what you need to provide to the bank to get a loan, and things that you need to consider when you're financing a commercial property investment. So in Australia, there's a wide variety of commercial property loans available, and most work in much the same way as residential home loans. As an investor, you can choose from a variable rate, fixed rate, combination between variable and fixed, principal and interest or interest only. And often the various banks and finance companies have different features to sell their particular loans. These might be fee free or additional repayments or even say an offset an account. So you really need to look into what type of loan that you would like and weigh up the various features from the different providers. Most commercial property investors, however, do go initially for an interest-only loan, which keeps the payments a bit lower and and then can help your cash flow. And of course, if you've got an interest-only loan, generally speaking, you can always pay some money off the principal if you choose to do, but it gives you the option as compared to principal and interest, whereby you're constantly paying off a little bit of the principal. With commercial property loans, You generally do need a higher percentage deposit, but loans under a million dollars at the moment are available with only a 20% deposit, so very similar to residential loans, but roughly speaking, on average, about 30% deposit from cash or equities required to buy a commercial property. So I'm going to run through the various loan types that are available, but I suggest when you talk to your bank or broker, Certainly ask them about what types they have available because sometimes they have different names on the loans. So there's full dock loans which provide really competitive rates and fees and these loans usually need last two to three years financials and tax returns. So they're fully documented loans. Next one is low dock loans and they're designed for borrowers who don't have their financials up to date. However, can demonstrate that you can service the loan via you know, accountants figures or self-certification of income. And that usually means that you've got to provide six to 12 months bank statements so that you can prove that you can actually pay back that loan. And of course, when you're looking at a new property, you would be providing perhaps agent statements showing that the rent for that property has been coming in regularly over the last six or 12 months. Now with low doc loan, because there's less reliance on the financial information, generally results in a slightly high interest rate. And also with low dock loans, sometimes they will change the loan to value ratio to make that a little bit higher. So you may only be able to borrow say 60 or 70% rather than 80%. The next type of loan is lease dock loan. And these are designed for investors with rental producing commercial properties. They're ideal for commercial property investors. And this product provides the flexibility of choosing between the commercial variable fixed rate and equity products that are around without the necessity to provide financials or tax returns. The average features from these, and these do vary from provider to provider, that uh, they will lend up to say 65% 
and they will lend only on the remaining lease term of the property. So if you've got a four year lease on a property, that loan term will be four years and you will need to renegotiate at the end of the four years. But if the tenant signs up a new lease towards the end of the four years as they normally would, you can then extend the loan. And you can also have these loans up to 25 year term. It's important to note with commercial property loans that they don't come under the same rules as residential loans. So they don't come under the same restrictions as residential loans as well, which means that sometimes it can be actually easier to borrow money for a commercial property than it can be for a residential investment, especially given the recent changes pushed forward by APRA to pull in residential investment loans. One of the most important things you need to know about commercial property loans that there's basically no hard and fast rules about various factors like the LVRs that are available to you, the costs associated with the actual loan, or the actual lending criteria that most financiers adopt. It's all quite variable between all the various lenders. Most lenders will be looking at the property and the lease very, very hard. They will also look at you as well, but if the property stacks up very well, that's gonna be a big plus in your loan application. At a basic level with commercial loans, lenders will always look at the financial strength of the borrower, the experience of the borrower and the type of property and location, they'll really focus on that, the term of the lease and the financial strength of the tenant because after all the tenant will be providing the income that will be paying the interest and also they will look at the guarantees that are attached to the lease on that property that's the rental guarantees that the tenant will be providing for that property. They'll take a look also at the current strength of the local market, the overall economic conditions, and the lender's view of the geographic location and the type of property. And it's also great if there's alternate uses for the property, that's gonna be a big plus in the lender's eyes. And the lending ratio obviously is gonna be important if you're only looking to borrow 50% of the value of the property, that's gonna be a very easy loan for the lender to look at. Now all these things can affect the price of the loan. So they may charge you a higher interest rate, for example, if the lease is short or they feel the usage, the future usage of the building may be a little bit restricted. Some great things to consider when you're looking at properties because you will need to finance them, a purchase high quality properties which could be easily re-leased if they become vacant and buy properties that have got sufficient time left on the lease so you can allow a reasonable loan term. So at least three years is a great term. If it's a long lease, make sure there's regular market reviews written into the lease and make sure there's good tenant security. So this can be achieved by making sure that there's guarantees on the lease, personal or corporate guarantees, and perhaps a bank guarantee for the rental amount on the property. An obvious one is if the company leasing the property is a big national company, uh, publicly listed, for example, that's going to be very attractive to a bank. And also alternate uses are going to be a great thing for the lender to look at if they can see that that property is very adaptable. Of course, it goes without saying, they're looking at a strong rental return and cash flow that will really cover the interest payments very well. Always get advice when you're looking to fix a loan rate as well with commercial property loans because you may pay a higher rate if you fix the rate and it's a little bit like an insurance policy against future fluctuations or future rises in that rate. So you may pay a little bit more now, but save more money later on. It's very, very hard to have a crystal ball, but you really need to get solid advice on that before you fix a loan. 
Sometimes it's a great idea to only fix half the loan, for example, so that you've got an each way bet. Most commercial lenders will always only lend on the valuation price of the property or the contract price, whichever is less. So bear that in mind when you're doing your calculations. For example, if you buy a property that's say $1 million and the valuation comes in at $950, they may only lend on $950,000 and not the million dollars. So you need to know that as you may have to come up with a little bit of extra equity. There's lots of people involved when you're actually applying for commercial finance and some of them include the broker, the bank officer, the credit analysis, the valuer, the borrower's solicitor, the bank solicitor, the vendor solicitor, the accountant and financial advisor if financial advice is required for example and often also the real estate agent and sometimes the tenant. So there's lots of things to pull together when you're actually making a loan application. So when you fill out the form, they're going to give you a form with a big checklist on that. So you really want to make sure that that's very comprehensive and fill it out to the best of your ability. If you have any trouble filling out bits of it, perhaps ask one of your advisors for more information so you can get that form filled out as well as possible. Also a great tip is to make sure that you're actually available. So once you fill out the form and lodge that form with the bank or the broker, make sure that you're actually around and not away on holidays because they may need to call or email about something. It's going to slow the process up dramatically if you're not available. Of course, it goes without saying, before you sign any loan documents, always run them past your lawyer, solicitor and your accountant or financial advisor. There may be things in that document that you don't understand and that can really hurt you down the track if you're not sure what you're signing and there's something that's perhaps not right for you in those documents. So you really need to have those guys on board ready to review anything as soon as you get it. Just flick them an email so they can have a look at that as quickly as possible for you. Also a great idea because there's going to be a valuation involved is to sort of take charge of the valuation process, talk to the valuer, let them know of any more recent sales that have happened in the area just to make sure that their information's up to date so you can get the best valuation possible on that property. It's a great idea too, while the loan process is going on, to keep in touch with the bank, the broker and your accountant perhaps, to make sure that the process is actually proceeding smoothly. The squeaky wheel is going to get the oil and a lot of the time when you're applying for loans and it's obviously great to know if you've got the loan or not so you can move on and make other decisions about that deal. So in summary with commercial property loans, it's a great idea to chat to your bank or broker when you're starting the search for a property so that you know what loans are available and what interest rates are available so you can plug that into your formula to work out what the cash flow is going to be from that property. And obviously a loan is extremely important. It's almost as important as selecting the property itself. So you really need to know that that loan's going to work for you. So get a couple of different loan scenarios from your broker or two or three different banks so that you can compare some loans before you proceed too far down the track. You don't want to be rushing to get a loan at the end of the day and of course it goes without saying if you buy a property subject to finance that can protect you quite a lot in that if you don't get the finance you're not going to have to settle that property. So that's all for this podcast. I hope you found it interesting. Check out my website, www.jamesdawsonproperty.com.au. We'll chat soon.